0: (laughs) You're listening to Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast, Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Uh, This is Nicholas Acosta, realtor with EXP Realty here in beautiful Winter Springs, Florida. And this is home to all an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Um, I'm a licensed Florida realtor with the XP Realty. You can reach me at www.downtown.expert or 407-508-8809 or on Facebook, Instagram, home to all 101. Uh, today is a special episode. I'm joined here uh, by a good friend and family of mine, uh, Melissa. And uh, we're here at her house and we're talking today about uh, mental health, mental health awareness. Um, especially with what's going on with the unrest, with protests, as well as the COVID nineteen virus pandemic. Uh, welcome, Melissa.
1: Thank you, Thank uh, you, Nick, for having me and for coming to me. And because I know that with everything going on, especially downtown Orlando area, that it's hard to kind of park and everything else. But um, I'm excited to be here.
0: No, no, I'm glad that you accepted my invitation. I'm glad to come to you. Yeah, like she's saying that we have the other day we had like 2,500 protests outside our window. And we can see him and hear him from the eighth floor of our condo. Uh, things have been just crazy down there with, you know, they've been pretty much peaceful, but some people were jumping on top of cars literally. So that's kind of an interesting uh, thing that's going on in the world. So, Melissa, we want to talk about the mental health awareness. And, yes. you know, we you know, we talked about this before uh, and I, um, about how they designate May as mental health awareness, but we, you and I had a conversation that every day, no matter what month it is should be mental health awareness because it doesn't really uh, mental health doesn't have a doesn't discriminate by the time of the year is what i'm trying to say so uh, what are your thoughts on that and what should people be aware of when it comes to mental health awareness
1: so um personally um i've been struggling with um mental health issues since about 18 years old um and I think that like Nick said, even though like there's designated months for each thing, like whether it be mental health or black history month or breast cancer month, that mental health is something that you need to work at every single day, whether it be moment to moment, step-by-step or day-to-day. And I think that a lot of people are shamed or bullied for, or uh, stigmatized for that kind of word oh right. you have mental health issues okay well we have a voice we're human we're people too and it doesn't matter who you are or where you are in the world it's so important that we educate not only ourselves but people about it
0: oh, no, i completely agree with you um my struggles are not the same uh, exactly what you're we're gonna tell our, our listeners and uh viewers today but uh personal experience you know i mentioned to you before i lost my late mom at five months five years old and uh and been dealing with a mental health struggle since then and a lot of people would say well no big deal you lost your parent uh, you were five how can you remember that no i remember it really well and very clearly um you know unfortunately i guess i was blessed with an eidetic memory I, i'll never forget that day when my entire family was there uh, so with that getting into this um tell me melissa so what is it you had mentioned before uh it was 19 years ago this year that you lost your your brother for an uh like an accident that was out of his out of everybody's control so tell me exactly what happened with that and how it impacted your life
1: yes so um in december of 2001 um was basically that month and that year was a pivotal moment in my life that affected all the events going forward Um, my brother Evan was killed in a motorcycle accident, um, in his neighborhood, um, going home to his wife and my niece, two month old baby girl. So it was definitely a tragic, you know, situation where you get the call, you're coming in from dinner and you get a call. And I happen to have a landline phone in my room. And so my parents picked up the kitchen phone and I picked up my phone in my room because I was 18 at the time. And you hear his mother say, because we have different moms, he's my half brother. You hear her say, there's been an accident and Evan didn't survive. And, you know, your whole body and your world and everything just collapses around you. And I remember even going to school the next day and seeing the principal and them saying, you know, you should probably go home. You should probably be grieving right now. And it just, I mean, it ripple affected throughout the family and friends. And you know, I have a lot of support, but I think that that was, like I said, the pivotal moment and the start of kind of my de- depression, anxiety journey that I've overcome every single time. And I think it's so important to rise above and be that overcomer. Right. And that's similar to what you have gone through as well, just in a different way
0: exactly Yeah, with my struggle is one i lost my mother at five and then and then unfortunately three years ago uh coming up in november my late father passed away at the age of 67 about about a week before my birthday and uh, that was after i had gone through a, a bad relationship where that i got myself wrapped up into uh, an opiate addiction uh intravenous heroin addiction uh and that was basically taking my years of losing my mother and people being so nasty toward me for my whole life, having a stepmother that was evil, uh, that was kept pushing off that you don't have a mental illness. They kept telling me, no, you're fine. Oh, there's something wrong. Your kid is, your son is crazy. is what the doctors would say. Um, and that was something that, uh, you know, that I had a face and, uh, and like you're facing or you have face. And what's great about it, about Melissa and I, is that, you know, we've had a lot of life things go on people we've, we've done a lot of our best to try to keep ourselves, hold ourselves together, but deep down inside, especially with her, when she lost her, her brother, that um, that's something hard to keep inside. And, and now she, you know, she's married, she has children. And so of course you, you, what? so what does that do for you? Like uh, have, being a mother, like, especially now with this whole that you're very, I'm sure you're very protective and I know you're very protective. Just let the viewers and listeners know, like what you do to protect your children because of that experience you had when you were 18 years old.
1: Right, exactly. Well, first let me touch on the word crazy because I think that that word is highly misused. Um and for someone to say to you or your your parents, your son is crazy. Okay, well, obviously the doctors or whoever was being seen, I mean, they're not they're not educated in psychology. You cannot call someone with a mental illness crazy. It is just about the worst thing you could say to someone. And as far as um, being a mother, which God has given me the most biggest blessings in my, my life. My kids are my life. Those are my reasons for being, and I have such a supportive husband. And I think right now, like with everything going on with the pandemic and just all the stuff, issues in the world that are going on right now, day to day, um, and all the pain and suffering, it's its a lot. And I think that instead of bubbling your children, right, you need to talk to them as little adults because, I mean, they, yeah, they're they're sponges, right? They're going to absorb our vibes. They're going to absorb our attitude. They're going to absorb our mannerisms, how we talk, our tone, everything. So I think you have to be careful about how you speak to them in general, whether or not there's stuff going on in the world that feels unsafe for them. And I think the biggest thing is to love everybody and give everybody respect regardless of anything. And that covers everything from religion to race, gender, preference, everything. And um, I think my kids, I think are very much alert and aware, even though they're four and six, they know. People think, oh, they're little, they're babies. No, they know. 'Cause I can see how they react to me and my husband, even to Uncle Nick and Uncle Lee. And they love animals, they they want to play, they want to learn. So I think that it's really important that we take a closer look kind of inside ourselves as parents to kind of see, okay, how should I how should I react to this? Because they're gonna watch and they watch and they learn from you.
0: No, exactly. And I mean, I completely agree with what you're saying about how they understand and and being around most of his children that they are, they're like, I mean, today, just like her little son, little Mark, uh, she was saying things and he would repeat things. And he like, they were ta- singing lyrics or something to a song. And he kept saying it. I even mentioned to him a story about that. When I was a little kid about a fairy tale, where the monkey you would jump on, the, on bed, the bed, monkeys jump, five monkeys jumped on the bed. And I just said, called
1: the doctor and the doctor said, right.
0: And I just said it to him, you know, about the monkeys, if you fall, over, you know, you're going to, you know, crack your head open. And he, he starts singing the song and like, like, holy cow. and like, he's like, that's, he's very intuitive, intuitive to it. And I, I would say any parent out there would be in denial, uh, that if you don't know that your kids are aware of what's going on, especially with the unrest and this, uh, destruction of civilization that's going on around us. Uh, because we as humans evolve. Yes. You know, things were different when Melissa and I were children. Obviously, we understood things then, but children nowadays have access to technology. Uh, they're in they're educated face. different ways, yeah. And they and then it's just like and they use they have phones around them. Like we didn't have that back then. It was you had to get a newspaper. Nick, had watch Nick and
1: I had beepers. Okay, we're from the beeper. Yeah, generation. well, when I
0: was sixteen in nineteen ninety six. I had a beeper. Yes. Anyway, so that's funny because that's how my father wanted to get it and make sure that he can get in touch with me when I go to the movie theater back then. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we didn't have cell phones like we had with the, you know, Facebook. Uh, I didn't even get Facebook until I was 28 years old. Uh, and that's been a while, but still, um, but anyways, Melissa, so what else, like what else should be people like anything, what else in your past, uh, or how you have you coped with this and dealt with this? Because I know a lot has been thrown at you guys, you and your husband, uh, one we uh, you know, school's closed because of the pandemic. Uh, and two, um, you know, then you had to go through, you know, unemployment because the business, your husband's business slowed down because there's a pandemic going on and a lot okay. of people are on our unemployment. Um, so with that going, and then you had to become a teacher, essentially. Kindergarten, no, kindergarten and kindergarten teacher. teacher yeah. So well, how does that, all this has affected you and what have you done to cope with these, um, these challenges that the world has put in front of you?
1: Okay, so um, of course, initially I was heartbroken, not just from for my daughter um you know ba- my baby starting school kindergarten having one of the best times of her life and being ripped from that because of safety concerns obviously it's was put in place for a reason so i think that that really impacted her and had a direct effect on me and my son who who's in preschool and you know i think it's important for kids to have that kind of socialization as a young you know as a youngster so i think that that was a kind of a shell shock at first for all of us, right. but I, you know, I turned into gear and we did schools in the school in the morning and, and we did I ready after uh, dinner and we had little Mark have his own little classroom section with cutting and doing fine motor skill learning and alphabet and writing his name and Mia rose above too, and just killed it. And she is so eager to go back just to learn. And, and as far as being laid off, I have hold no ill will feelings about that. I think that people don't want at that time, people didn't want so-to-so strangers or someone in their home, even though a lot of um, the customers are like family. I just think that that was the safest thing for everybody. And, um, I guess I'm going to be announcing right now, that um, Mark and I have been offered positions in a different county in Florida. So we're going to be transitioning our family and our jobs elsewhere. So I think that the big man upstairs has uh, everything in place and in control. And and I'm just, we're kind of following on the, the path that he's laid before us. But I think that no matter, regardless of your faith or your beliefs, that I think that it's important to, kind of just kind of be flexible and be dynamic and not static. Because if you can kind of mold and go with the time and put your family first or yourself, if that's, if you're single, that it's, that's what's going to get you through. And that positive mindset is everything.
0: I couldn't agree more. It's uh, and just because there's been a lot of craziness or a uh, uh, thing, job loss during this time, there's also been a lot of opportunities like Melissa said with her, her husband and her to relocate in Florida to have a, you know, for a different, you know, same business, but a different opportunity within the business for air conditioning uh, repair and installation. And, but also a better thing for you guys, because now, now your husband's going to be in a position where he doesn't have to always be in the field, like, which takes time away from being home with his kids and his wife. Um, And he's going to be able to be there with them more often which is an amazing opportunity so that that's why was she talking about how god presents opportunities in different ways and that's a blessing for them because you know that kind of job that career you're you're out in the field for 20 15 20 hours a day or more depends on but you're out like all the time basically you're never home um but that's going to give them more family time which is great um so yeah melissa so how about, like what would you say one other thing i was gonna ask sure. uh, is this whole the thing that happened with your your brother and all that, right. and your and how it impacted you. I mean, did it, what did it do in terms of like, maybe like the way your your parents treated you growing up after you know you already were an adult, but like from eighteen years on until now, it's been nineteen years. That's a long right. time. So what is that? What has that been like with your family with Absolutely. the whole situation?
1: Well, for starters, um, having the same father, um, it really kind of. Um, of course, initially we grieved and every family member in my family grieved differently. Some people were angry. Some people were just devastated. Some people went through the grieving process where you're angry and then you then you're sad and then you're mourning and then you kind of got to just kind of get back into this reflection phase. Right. And I think that for me, being so close to my daddy which I call daddy and I'm going to be, you know, 37, but he's my daddy forever. And I think that seeing him hold
0: all right, the head,
1: his head, I'm not going to cry, but seeing him hold his own head and his own hands, mourning the loss of his firstborn son kind of almost drove me to be better. Like, because regardless if Evan had mental illness or not, I think that Evan would want me and my dad to push and go and be happy and and live our best life and be successful in whatever it is that we may do. And I think that um, it just brought us closer, not just my mom. It brought my mom and my dad and my brother and I closer and my other brother, David, closer. And I think that family, um, obviously nothing's perfect. Okay. We live in, we live on earth. Okay. But I think that it really pulled the family together as one. And I'm also really close with Evan's mom, who is not my mom because she's a piece of him and mm-hmm. she's so sweet. And I love, I love you, Genie. but um, she's just awesome. And my, my niece, Morgan, she's going to college two months old in a one. Now she's going to be going to college and turning 18. So, or 19. So that's, that's amazing. So um, I'm just really proud of um, my family and where I come from, and uh, you know.
0: It's almost like yeah, it's her, your your brother's late brother's uh, spirit lives on, and exactly. the daughter and his daughter. So. Exactly,
1: and she will thrive, you know, because of it. And I think that she can kind of turn that around too. Like, okay, my dad's in heaven, but I'm I'm gonna be me and. And, and live my life and be successful. And I feel like no matter what challenges people face, I mean, it's hard to like be in the moment and say, I, I'm giving up because it gets comfortable, right? You're in this rut, right? You're like, okay, well, I'm just going to be depressed. And then I think you're allowed those moments too. Right. But then at the end of the week, it's like, nope, I'm going to be that go-getter because I got to get moving here. And I think for me, it's been my kids pushing me, driving me friends like you and lee that have become family and mm-hmm. supportive family and supportive husband and everything so
0: i think it's actually been one year this month that we started coming to we were staying with melissa and her husband and, and mark little mark and mia for uh the entire summer when we're, we we're coming
1: up on our anniversary <laughs> right,
0: anniversary <laughs> we were we stayed here and trust me things got tense uh, I, I won't lie just for comic relief here that things got tense well, and the reason is, is because we were all under the same roof and uh we were taking care of each other but you know i was uh, lee and i were deciding on i was working in pinellas county in st pete and i was doing open houses on the weekend in orlando and during the week so we were going back and forth back and forth and we also have Two dogs, Rosie and Stewie, and you were on.
1: selling the property, and we are
0: selling the property, buying the condo. It was a lot, and all that stuff. So we, things got tense, and but it's been it's going to be this month is a year uh, that we 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 started migrating toward the Orlando area, and uh, I can't believe the time has gone by right it's been, so,
1: a, well, even just saying it out loud, it's like, huh?
0: Oh, I know. I remember it's been a year because now the the rainy season. Right, here again. and it's
1: like, oh, Fourth of July, everyone grab your umbrella.
0: Yeah, it was raining last year at this time for us. Um, but yeah, so you guys out are listening and, and viewing today, you know, there is a possibility. You know, you know, Melissa's come a long way, and I'm very proud of what she's done. And like I said, her family has a new opportunity. That's a really good opportunity coming to them. And I mean, for three years, um, for crying out loud, I was stuck in a bedroom, stuck in a, a, a daze or whatever you want to call it, from the substance abuse. And and here I am now alive and well and you know i was basically on death's door from that as well and you guys have to remember that there is hope for everybody like you know like melissa and i there is hope out there you you can't give up you have to just keep pushing forward uh, if you need help reach out for help call a mental counselor call a hotline um
1: absolutely you know and i think I'm, we should put a link to sure later. yeah
0: yeah i can Well, in our comment section and i'll add a link for you guys and uh, actually let me i'll add a link right now yeah. before we go
1: Yeah. Just, and I know it's hard for certain people because I'm an extrovert. So it's very easy for me to kind of feel a certain way and reach out. Whereas for other people, it's not, whether you're introverted or a little bit of both. I think it's so important that you just kind of speak because you're speaking up for yourself. You have one life. It's a gift, make the best of it. And I think, you know, um, I've lost, uh, over the years friends because of, um, you know, suicide. And I think that it's important that whether it be just, you know, death related, drug related, addiction related, anything, I think every, you have a voice, you, you know, speak up for yourself. And there are people out there that care and love you very much.
0: Yeah. And don't be, you know, like don't be embarrassed. I was very embarrassed where I was and I know I'm sure you have been too. And don't let embarrassment stop you from telling somebody because the embarrassment, unfortunately, is what's going to kill you and you don't want that to lead to that. And that's what happens because you're ashamed of what you've done or what you feel. Um, What is the link that you were going to share with us, Melissa?
1: Oh, I I just think that um, there should be like some sort of a hotline link. So I know I don't have it written in my notebook, but um, let's put it in the comments after or right now. Um, Hotlines for mental health counseling. Hotlines are like for for suicide. I mean, if you're having these thoughts or feeling down, even if it's not suicidal, I think – having feelings of depression are very, very important to kind of address before it gets from bad to worse. And I know you would agree. So I think that um, Central Florida, uh, just Orlando in general has a lot of of resources um, depending on what alley you're using for some sort of relief, some sort of connection, some sort of expert help um, and I mean, I'm not ashamed. I see a therapist and I see, um, a psychologist and I've been obviously seeing the same psychiatrist for the past 10 years when I started UCF.
0: So well, I'm gonna, I, dude, I'm going to put up the website for everybody too. Yeah, go ahead, Moses. Oh, no, you're, you're
1: fine. fine. I'm just saying it's so important to take the reins of your own life because it's 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 the way to survive and i could god forbid get in an accident tomorrow but um you know you that's something that we can control we we have to control that
0: no i I completely agree and i'm sharing with you guys the the link and uh i appreciate you guys patience with this technology stuff here but i'm going to comment it's on the screen right now you guys will see it on the screen the central.fl.networkofcare.org that's just the one to give you there's different topics that you can talk about um i know one thing I, I don't know the the website offhand right now uh we live downtown and uh we have um uh, what do you call it the the sunrail and csx rail and amtrak that come through downtown mm-hmm. and there's even hotline numbers when you look at the uh, sunrail that if you feel like you're gonna uh commit suicide and the main reason to have that is because in case somebody decides to jump on the tracks to commit suicide or off the platform um call those numbers to get help don't you know don't, don't wait don't wait and don't jump in front of the train or anything like that or anything or in traffic or or take any kind of medication that could lend you in the hospital you know most of the time when people go to the overdose uh usually you know yes one you can pass away or pass away from it. But another thing is that you can also cause brain damage and, you know, you want to just get that off your chest with your, your family or your close friends right away or just reach out for help when you know that you need help for sure.
1: So, well, well thank you so much, everybody. Um, whoever was listening, watching, share. Well, this. let me see.
0: I'll show, uh, let's share some of your friends. Your
1: oh, Christy, my girl. Oh, my pagey poo. My girl. These are my girls, Paige. And, and of Chrissy. Course.
0: How you guys doing?
1: Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Paige. You've met Chrissy. She has the two girls.
0: And who? Then, I'm kidding. Yeah. Who? Oh, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No. Sorry, Chrissy. No, I'm no. Just joking.
1: No, and then Paige, and then, of course, Lee, who is our our our, our P I C okay. Me and Lee go way back. But
0: well, we're gonna put Lee up here right uh, now. he loves it. What him. does he say if he mm-hmm. knows someone who's struggling with issues and depression? See, issues, exactly yeah, like just we're just be a saying. friend,
1: even if it's not a hotline. Call your friend. Be a friend. Every day is a gift. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent.
0: Well, thank you guys for your your comments and uh, questions. I know everybody out there. This this show obviously gets raw and real about in people's emotions and feelings. And I know in the past few days, it's been pretty tough. Like I was on yesterday with Mayor Jerry Demings in Orange County, and we talked about... And this goes for um, mental health uh, mindset as well. It's all about unity. And we know in the world right now why a lot of people are, are getting frustrated. I mean, they. Of course, I don't condone, condone violence or, or vandalism or looting. I'm not saying that, that. That's not part of it. But what you should all know is that... Um, and they got Natalie Holmes saying hello to us. as Hi, well. Hi, Natalie. Hey there, Natalie. Nice. Thank you for uh, watching.
1: That's your the photographer. Yep,
0: the one that did all my
1: uh, photography.
0: Um, and basically, um, Natalie, the um, uh, Natalie. Sorry, no. <laughs> that's my fault. Melissa and I were saying that um, this whole situation going on with the, the protests, although they, you know, pretty much for the most part, the twenty five hundred people that passed by our building the other day were very peaceful and the police were actually protecting them and riding alongside them on their bikes. Um, but yeah, we, have been, you know, locked in our house well, yeah, for two a lot months and, uh, yeah, I mean, they've been bottling up their frustration for two months, not being able to, it's our, we're wired as human beings to be around each other and socialize. And then you, you take that ability away from us. Of course, we're going to, people are going to lash out, but you know, if you are suffering from mental illness, Like uh, Melissa or or I have, or you know, it's always you. you, There's no such thing as a a true cure for anything, Mm -hmm. so it's it's a mindset you have to have for the rest of your life. And anytime you have any issues, uh, you always have to talk to friends or family or loved ones. And uh, thank you, Lee, and uh, for unity here. Uh, And basically, you got to. um, What was I going to say?
1: Well, yeah, it's a combination of mindset willpower and or medication. If you choose, you have to take those steps. And I think that it's, you know, it's one life, one gift, do it. It's like your body, right? I mean, you can alter your body with any type of surgeries or if you, or if you've had a surgery, I mean, everybody's different, right? I mean, that's what makes us amazing as a world, but um, you only have one life, one body. So let's take care of it together. Or if not together, own own it own you and be you and be proud of who you are you got everybody ha, is amazing in their own way that's what is so beautiful
0: all right just couldn't have said it better this is i really appreciate you uh coming on the show today melissa Absolutely. and talking you, about Nick. this especially on this dreary. rainy, dreary, <laughs> dreary rainy day uh, I totally. I said, you know, the lakes around uh, Orlando and in Winter Springs—they're filling up. Well, they were very empty looking, especially like Yola downtown, I was looking and I said, I told him, I said, I'm going to tell the universe that I need, we need rain. And then it's been raining for the past. Well, it's supposed to be raining for the next week.
1: Look at you, all in touch with that universe. Don't
0: come and beat up me anybody, beat me up anybody because of this. Because right? the rain's going to. Like they'll a,
1: call you the Rain Man. Now
0: that the Universal Orlando reopened, it's going to be raining every day at the park. But I'm um, sorry about that. It's not my fault. Um, all right. Anyways, guys. So, just a quick announcement here. Tomorrow, um, I'm going to be again at the Citrus Club with Yvonne Tendeville, uh, The real estate show with the view. Um, we'll have to have you, Melissa, on the future program uh, schedule. Uh, we could have you on the show as well uh, to talk about this mental health awareness mindset for real estate agents. Because that um, mind, the real estate show with everybody. the view, right? And so, with the real estate show with the view, we talk about how to help real estate agents thrive and strive and and I think mental, we should have you on to talk about your story again, because um, everybody in this business or in any business, but you know, especially real estate should be aware of their mental health mindset because uh, we are impacted. We have, you know, clients wanting this, wanting that, and you, you know, which I love working with everybody, but, and then you have your, it's all a life work balance that you have to have. And I think that would be a good thing. And I'm sure I know Yvonne, she was right here with me right now and she's probably watching. Hey there Yvonne, how's it going? Hi Yvonne. I'll see you tomorrow at the Citrus Club Yvonne um but we're getting to yeah we'll, we'll talk we'll bring you on sometime in the future for that show and uh, so you can talk to real estate agents directly about mental health awareness because uh, i know it impacts my life uh, when i go and do my work and uh but um yeah all right so everybody uh, two o'clock tomorrow from the citrus club the real estate show with the view uh this has been nicholas acosta uh e- realtor with exp realty coming to you live today from winter springs florida with melissa here and uh thank you again Melissa for being yeah, on here. You're welcome. And uh this is Home to All and All Inclusive Real Estate podcast. Um just some side note there is upgrades coming to our intro outro the uh, sound voiceovers are being updated uh and more awesome technology coming to our shows and uh, a third podcast in the works. Um and uh also because I, uh, we'll talk about that later but looking to buy sell, or invest Reach out to me today, and I'm here to help you. Still working 100% in this COVID 19 world. Uh, wishing you all great real estate health. Stay safe out there. Continue to practice social distancing. Uh, be kind to everyone around you. And uh, have a great day. Is there any other words or anything else you want to say before I hit the intro or the outro?
1: I just want to say love is love.
0: Oh, and, we got another um, one here of this gentleman, um, Rose.
1: Life is great today oh thank
0: you um, yes that's out. what
1: i want to hear you go boy with your bad self yeah
0: that's exactly what happened uh, to to us is that we hit the the bottom and then had uh, basically had to have everything stripped away from us to, to come back to where we're at today so uh love oh, you really too nice. uh, uh natalie oh. and love you too well not Lee said i love you natalie but not to i love you most or, or nick
1: right i guess
0: uh-huh. we, even though lee's like on the other side of the wall
1: Right? So we're going to call him out on that. He's creeping yeah, and, he's, and peeping. He's
0: probably looking get out the window over here the whole time. But anyways, on that note, everybody, um, we do appreciate you joining today. And I uh, thank you for the continued support of the show. Uh, you know, we're getting over 100 views at a time and a day for these shows. Now, let's remember, everybody like post or like, comment and share these posts. Yes. And then that way your friends, family and uh, loved ones can share and comment and uh, like these posts so that we can get this viewership even higher than it is today. So again, thank you for joining me here in Winter Springs, Florida. Thank you again, Melissa. And with that, guys, I'm going to put on the outro so you don't have to hear my voice anymore for the day. Peace. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace out. (laughs) This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Check out Nick's Facebook and Instagram page, Home to All 101, and his website, www.hometoall.life. Thanks for listening.